0: All right, guys, we are live. Nerd Room Live, Get Vocal, our first live stream here. So welcome, everyone. We did a little bit of a a preamble there, a pre-show, and we had a few people in here discussing with us. We are short two bodies at the moment. As you can see, Troy and Sanjay are absent from the live stream here. They are dealing with some technical issues. Issues, Sanjay's on and off. So we will let them jump on here in a few minutes. And this week, guys, this is kind of a testing ground for us with Get Vocal here. So some of you and you heard on the podcast this past week and last week, I believe that we're doing a little bit of a trial version here with Get Vocal. This is a new app. They reached out to us and asked if we'd like to do some live streaming and try to get a community built here around get vocal so we're gonna try this for the next couple of weeks it's a little different format for us usually we usually we kind of do the in-person skype zoom style of recording not the live stream but we thought it'd be fun you know given the world and the current circumstances to get people together online here and and talk some nerd and uh yeah big shout out to everyone that is here right now we've got kyle from the tumbling saber guys gotta go check them out big shout out to kyle my dude joey and then I've got uh, my beautiful wife and daughter are online right now. Hopefully, little one is asleep. Uh, we've got uh, we got ha- Javier here. We've got Solomon grabs, and we've got Ben coming in from the
1: UK. Uh, so yeah, props to Ben. You got to be tired, yeah, it's man. A late so- night.
0: You can. Uh, our friend Rob Wade over there in the UK isn't showing up tonight, so we know you can do it from the UK. And of course, with me right now, I've got my dude carlos the goddamn batman and sunny sunny steelbooks he is live looks like from the iphone now much clearer and geez oh, here he is we've got <laughs> our dude the man troy the boy we've got craven <laughs> the hunter in the house what's up guys
2: <laughs> what's going on y'all
0: <laughs> throw it into the deep end. it's uh, it's gonna be a ton of fun guys tonight like i said we're just doing a kind of get to know us nerd chat throw what you want into the chat if you'd like and we are we've kind of taken the ability or the uh the look forward looking here and uh looking at uh, doing some questions for each other uh we're just gonna round table some discussion here just kind of get used to the vocals used to the atmosphere Uh, feel free to drop any messages into the chat and feel free to ask about any of this. We've kind of set this up in the same fashion that we do when we do record our weekly podcast, but what's nice about this, you get to see us and also you get to see what's behind us. We've tried to position ourselves so you can kind of get a good feel for each of our nerd rooms. But first, before we get into some of the questions, we're just going to say what's up to everybody that is in the nerd room right now. This is the nerd room guys. Welcome to it. So Troy, my dude, I'm gonna drop you right into it. How you cool. doing, man? How you feeling this week?
2: Oh, I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling great. It's uh it's been a nice week. It's always cool when we get to double up and, and talk, you know, more than once online here. So uh yeah, thanks for everyone to come out, man. This is this is cool. This is cool. Everyone's out there. Joey, Kyle, everyone. Oh man, dope. Yeah,
0: yeah. How about you, man? You got them tech issues figured out. You look very clear and very so. willing.
3: Can you hear me? Yeah, (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I'm very technologically unadvanced. So hopefully this is working and you can hear me. I can't see who else is in the room joining us, but thank you to everyone. Uh, Thank you to Get Vocal for giving us this opportunity. And uh, I'm excited, man. I can feel the energy. You know, I'm just ready. It's like pre-game. You know, I was just like, I was like Eminem. Uh, You know, my palms were sweaty. My knees were weak. My arms were heavy. There was vomit on my sweater. It was mom's spaghetti. See, so guys,
0: he's the same no matter if it's on a podcast or if it's live. He is the exact same guy. This is Sunny in his full glory. <laughs> All right, goddamn Batman. How are you feeling on a good Friday I'm night? feeling good, man.
1: This is awesome. It's a special night. You can, like Sunny said, you can feel it in the air. I truly appreciate everybody spending their Friday evening with us from... All sorts of corners of the world. Like Solomon, I think you're down in Mexico, and we've got some boys from the UK. Our man, Kyle, out in Montreal. It's a lot later there than it is here. So that's cool. Special night. Troy and I are even both wearing a hat on the same record, which doesn't, <laughs> doesn't always happen. No, I, was wondering, I was wondering if it's going to happen. Usually these guys are switching it up.
0: Oh, who's in the house? It's Darth Goody. Darth. Oh, uh, Goody, you heard what's him up? a few weeks ago on a bonus episode, Talking Black series with us. What is up? So guys, we are competing not only with a holiday weekend, but also Hamilton. And I have to say, I have to say my wife is a little bit disappointed that we aren't upstairs watching Hamilton right now. So thank you guys again for for skipping out on that Disney Plus Hamilton debut and coming and joining us for an hour or so in the Nerd Room. I'm not sure if we're constrained too much here for a time, but uh, yeah, it's going to be going to be a good time, guys. So what we're going to do is we're just going to have a little bit of an interview type thing. We're going to pass around the interview baton here, and we're going to treat this as a bit of a, of a get to know us, get to know the crew from the Nerd Room in a bit of detail. So we have each prepared questions for one another. Uh, We don't know what those questions are, but one thing we want to take advantage of, being that we're live, being that we have the ability to show things, is that we're gonna try to show a few pieces from our individual nerd rooms as well. This is something that we're trying to kind of bridge that gap between the audio that you guys are usually doing, whether you're washing the dishes, on commute, in the gym, whenever, when you got us plugged in. We're gonna try to take advantage of this live stuff to show you a bit of what we're talking about, usually, you know, some of the hunt stuff, as well as some of the collections. As you can see right behind me, here is all my Star Wars stuff. So I'm going to kick it off and I'm going to be interviewing Sonny, the man of steel books. This is uh, Sunny Steelbooks, you know, a very well-deserved name. And so these questions are going to be nerd-focused, they're going to be nerd-room-focused, and they're going to be somewhat collecting-focused. You know, guys, at the top of every episode, of course, we talk about our weeks in nerd. We talk about our collection. This is an opportunity for us to share a little bit of that. Now, Sunny, Yes, sir. As we kick this thing off, you know, you've been a champion of physical media for years. You've not been to the pressures of digital media, whether that's comic books, whether that's films. It took us a long time for you to even get a smartphone. What's <laughs> <laughs> a smartphone? Exactly. So you're sitting in front of just an unbelievable collection there. It's kind of often that you can see it over your shoulder there, but you pan left, you pan right. This man is sitting in a 1990s blockbuster, you know, 2,000 plus movies. This, this collection he's amassed over probably what? Only the last couple of years, you've been real serious about it. So tell everyone, what is it about physical media that hits the mark for you in the collecting space? You know, the rest of us, you know, Carlos, the statues and action figures trying our big time into action figures. But you, man, you are into Blu-rays, DVDs, and steelbook collecting in a major, major way. So what is it about that that gets you hyped up the same way that a Marvel legend or Black series does for me?
3: Yeah, man. I don't know what it is, but uh, I think it goes back to like when I was a child. Um, back then, I would always go to Blockbuster or Rogers Video. Like whenever my mom went grocery shopping, she would just like leave me at the Blockbuster at the Rogers <laughs> Mall, and She's like, okay, if you're good, like I'll come back in an hour and then you, we can rent the movie. So I would just like peruse like the aisles for hours and um with blockbuster going away um rogers video which is like another video rental store here in canada i was like missing it because you know netflix is kind of cool you can like look at the titles and you can you know decide what movie you're gonna watch for that day but i just love like the feeling of a movie in your hand i love like walking looking at my collection and just looking at the spines and being like what movie do I feel like today? And then I, j- I just feel like I don't yeah. miss anything. because I'm always looking and then the cover always still gets me. I know like not to judge a movie by its cover, but if a movie has an awesome cover, I'm probably going to buy it no matter the quality of it. So it's just like that, like nostalgic factor. And, you know, growing up, my parents had a ton of like uh, VHS movies and then they moved into DVDs as well. So for me, it was just like, you know, When it comes down like Friday night and you want to watch a movie, I just love like looking at the shelf and then, you know, my wife comes here too and she'll pick a movie and we'll like discuss. Like what we always do is like, okay, I'll be like, um, here's three movies, you pick one of these. And if you don't like, if you're not feeling any of these three, all right, that's fine. I'll pick some more. Or here's three, you eliminate one. And then I'll choose or like, she'll like choose. Like I'm feeling like these five and then I'll pick from them. And it's just like going in and just discussing them and just looking at the titles and the spines, so. For me, that's just what it is. And I just love the fact that I can own a film and then I just know that it's never going to go away. So, you know, sometimes if you get a film on digital, sometimes the license runs out and then Apple or Amazon or whoever will pull it or Netflix stuff comes in and out of Netflix all the time. The only time these movies are going to leave is if they get scratched up or if I sell them, which is probably going to be never. Or when I die, my kids sell them because they're like, what are you doing? But besides well,
0: that, it's, it's, it's hilarious you say that because it's the same thing I think of sometimes with all the stuff here in, in the nerd room. It's like someday they're going to have to pack it up. It's going to be hopefully yeah. you know, 60, 70 years from now. But they're going to have to pack it up. And the same with your fam. It's like, I got what, what did you have all these for? None of these are all on Netflix. <laughs> well, who still
3: has VHS? And I'm like, you never know when you'll need the VHS copy of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
1: Dude, you just my never. Par- my parents were happy that you embraced the Ninja Turtles when they moved out of their house. <laughs> yeah. They were like, a... Where are you taking that box of
0: garbage? I was like, To my friend's nugget. <laughs> 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 well, one man's trash is another man's tre- treasure, right? So, <laughs> 100%. Beautiful. Now, Sonny, you've been doing Steelbooks for a while, and I, I'll take a little bit of credit at getting you into the Steelbook game. It's a, a fast growing, competitive And a little bit expensive sometimes hobby to get into but you're getting works of art when it comes to the steel books and this is something that that you and i have shared in collecting for geez since i guess the original star wars came out and we got into it early days in the mcu when they started doing these you know beautiful embossed covers this is one of my favorites this is the guardians of the galaxy steel book and this is like from the 2014, 2015, absolute beauty. And then you got the Rogue One one as well, which is just, you know, these are two of my favorites that I dragged out, but you've got, you know, upwards of a hundred steel books at this point. Can you narrow it down to one steel book, man? What is your favorite steel book that you have out that you've bought?
3: That's like having a hundred kids and asking what's your favorite kid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But well, you gotta pick what? one. <laughs> there's <laughs> always a favorite. You always, as much as you say, if you had a hundred kids or even five kids, there's always a favorite.
3: <laughs> well, you're, yeah. well, um, this one I would have to say would be my favorite. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, oh there we
2: go. Oh, there we Mondo, go. that's the movie Mondo. right there, man. Future
3: ship, Future Shop, which is a store here in Canada. Future Shop exclusive. I'm gonna take the plastic out. And it, sorry, the computer screen's kind of. Reflect there, we did. Oh, oh, there we go. So, I got this one. Actually, my wife picked this one up for me for Christmas. This one is super rare. Like, to get this one, I was not I kind of had written it off because I was like, I'm never going to be able to like get this one, it's like too expensive. And I was like, I just can't like pull the trigger. But she pulled the trigger and got it for me for Christmas. And I would have to say that the drive look, look at the artwork there, it's so cool, hand drawn. Mondo steelbook and then and such a terrific movie too like drive oh
0: one of the best man so you said this is some this is a mondo
1: design yeah mondo exclusive beauty yeah those were uh, quite the thing because they put out steelbooks with like some of their most popular posters but they're only available in canada so people in the states are losing their minds yeah
3: and and the funny thing is there's no canadian exclusives
1: they're all u.s or europe
3: exclusives um I can't, the last Canadian exclusive would have to be like Boyhood, which was like five, six years ago. So the yeah. stuff in Canada, we're like, hey, give us your physical media. And then now Canada is just so bad for physical media. We don't even have exclusives. So. But yeah, Mondo, man. Mondo's awesome. If you ever find a steelbook just kicking around at like a used video store or eBay for super cheap, pick it up because the artwork is fantastic and the transfer quality is great. So yeah, I can't you- say nothing
0: and you also get these these covers too, right? Where do you get them?
3: Uh, I got them from eBay. So they're plastic covers. Um, see this one here from Star Wars. You can see that it's on a plastic cover. But I haven't got them in a while. They are a little bit... Well, they're not pricey, but when you have like 200 Steelbooks, it oh, does yeah. add up. Right? It's hard to justify. Like, I could get like 50 covers for like 50 bucks. Oh. I could get another steelbook,
0: <laughs> so it's it's investing in a bit of protection though. Like I will say that these things are they're pretty they're not really durable. Uh, they're um, quite a hazard when it comes, especially for collecting. Right, like usually you get them and they show up and they're all dented or scratched or whatever. Right, you end up sending one, two, three back before you can get. <laughs> an actual one that you're satisfied with on the quality and that's the same thing with us with cards right if we're if you're an in in inbox mint on card collector it's like you want this thing pristine and if you're fortunate enough you can pop it into you know a case as well
3: oh yeah oh yeah
0: so so just bringing in some of the questions here from the chat grab wants to know will you reach a point where you stop buying movies and watch all the ones that you have? Let's say Rudy, Field the Dreams. Like, are you ever going to get through everything?
3: Ah, uh, you know, it's just like a goal. It's like, it's something that I set my sights towards doing. Um, will I ever get to that point? I hope so. Like, it's something to look forward to. And I feel like I watch more than I buy. At least I hope I do. So, like, I feel like the gap is getting closer. But the gap is still large. Like, if I have maybe, like, let's just say, like 2,000 movies, um, if I had that many, maybe I've seen half. Yeah. So, and probably more, like, if you include seeing it in theaters, um, probably more. But uh, I got, I've got to narrow that gap. Will I reach that point where I just stop buying and just watch what I have? Probably not because I keep, like, releasing new <laughs> movies, right? Like, Wonder Woman 84. Like, when that comes out, I'm going to have to get, like, three copies of that Steelbook no matter the quality of the movie, because I have to oh, get I'm sure like, it's going to be good. <laughs> no, 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 no doubt. But even if it is, like I have like steelbooks for like Green Lantern, steelbooks for like the Fantastic Four, um, the reboot from, I don't remember Josh when Trank. that was, but I have on Blu-ray, <laughs> <get laughs> And then I saw the steelbook in Best Buy in the States and I'm like, I'm never going to probably watch this movie again, but that's an awesome looking steelbook. Yeah. So I ended up,
0: man that's that's a pull of a collector that's a true collector statement right there (laughs) all right yeah and javier says collecting never ends that is so true man and also i made a mistake at saying that you always have a favorite kid and my kid is watching so uh i love you (laughs) all right last question from me to sunny here before we pass the baton to sanjay and him to ask some questions over to Troy. So, this one is kind of a what if or what would you do? Production companies around the world stop producing and f- distributing physical Blu rays, steelbooks, all this stuff. But, Sonny, the man of steelbooks gets one request for a movie to be released in steelbook, it can be a re release with new art. But, what is that one movie that you need in oh my- steelbook form? And what sort of art, what sort of packaging would what what form would it take
3: oh man um that that's a good question like a lot of the steelbooks have already come out so like if they've stopped making steelbooks you know i could just go back in the resales market but for me i would probably say superman 2 like an odd choice but superman the movie has a steelbook now it's very rare and i think it's in europe But Superman 2 does not have a steelbook release, and I love that film. And I'm kinda disappointed that like the Superman films don't get the same love. So if I had like with my last dying breath, I would
2: kneel before Zod and (laughs) Now kneel. (laughs) I love that kneel. That's a good one. Who did it better? um, Man of Steel or The Donner? Oh man, in terms of Zod? (sighs)
3: Man of Steel, just because like the technology and the special yeah. effects make a big difference, and like not to take anything away because they were making this film like forty years yeah. ago, and so we'll see like how Man of Steel ages in forty yeah. years. But I'll say Man of Steel, like I love uh, Michael oh, Shannon. Oh, I thought he, he did a great, he, yeah.
0: Yeah. unbelievable Such- in that me. role. Oh, oh. Like when he's tied up, oh, I will find him. Yeah.
3: Oh god. <laughs> okay. We just
0: watched him in yeah. uh, Waco. Have you guys seen that on Netflix? Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. good in that good. he looks a lot different looks a lot older than that but <laughs> was playing zod so all right we just got a few shout outs here before i pass it on to sunday boy brad is in the room shout out to brad what's going on bud what up, and what up, uh baby? i did i did see mrs craven the hunter was in here as well uh troy's wife had did make an appearance Joy. so sh- yeah she was in here i don't know where she what? went yeah so shout out shout out i think she's dropped off at this point but uh yeah, guys, this is this is great. This is a ton of fun. And throw some extra questions in there in the chat if you'd like. But now we'll turn hosting duties over to Sonny Steelbooks here. He's going to be uh, asking a few questions uh, to uh, our man, Troy, the boy.
3: All right. So I'll have to be good because Troy's wife is on the well, line. Nervous, so. though, I mean, it's, know, it's all good. Yeah, man. man ask yes, you uh, ask you the hot questions, really man.
2: Feel. It's all good. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote these questions down on paper. Do people still use paper? Only you, man. Only you. <laughs> All right, Troy yeah, the boy. Before we get started on the questions, um,
2: welcome. Yeah, thanks, let's, thanks for having me. Let's talk a couple yeah. years.
3: Uh, me and Timothy, we had started this podcast. Yes. And um, Tim comes to me one day and he's like, hey, I have a buddy that wants to join and would like to be part of this podcast and i'm like cool man let's do it first impressions when like tim said hey i gotta you want to join my podcast like what was going through your head and were you like a little bit hesitant were you listening to some episodes to get kind of get the lay of the land and see like is this something you'd want to be a part of like take me back to troy circa 2017 fresh face boy over there and uh tim comes and he's like hey man would you like to join my podcast what what was going through your head like what <laughs> what went
2: wrong in your life during this year <laughs> no i think well i think it was shoot i think i was 16 because we did the deadpool yeah it was i think yeah. deadpool was the first one i did and i mean i knew tim already and i think i think i might have just got into the marvel i might have just got back into figures so it might have been that's still strong with the selects but yeah. i still has on the marvel legends um and Tim had me doing the logos. That's what was going on. So we, yeah. we were doing some of the logo stuff. So I was um I wasn't on the mic and I definitely wasn't in front of the cam, but I was working on um the designs and then was it yeah, was it the Deadpool review? You guys were like, "Yo, let's um let's review this film." Or no, it was a Star Wars. I think it was a Star Wars clip. Yeah, no, do
0: you know what it was? It was like I think it was episode 5. Sonny yeah. had Oh, so that's Empire. Something.
2: Empire Strikes Back. Let's do this. Yeah, <laughs> episode five.
0: Go. Yeah, there <laughs> it goes. So Sony had to do something, and yep. I said, "Hey, dude, you want to jump jump on?" I think we did the like the new Star Wars canon, and we walked through. This is just like just as it was relaunched.
2: Right, right. And
0: we talked through like some of the new books and comics and that.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was cool, and I remember, um, man. I mean, I don't know if I'm much better now, but my voice then was very kind of like news anchor like and it was it was different it was weird um (laughs) i've gone back to it a couple times but i mean i did listen to you guys i listened to you guys i think the two episodes first um just to see like what it was all about (laughs) and then i went on there and um as weird as i sounded the chemistry was there though me and tim were going at it talking all that good stuff and, and it's carried on ever since so that was cool that was major fun and I wasn't full time. I was like as a red shirt kinda of like Carlos in his early days. So I was I was kind of getting off the bench like coach, I'm ready. Let's do this. And then um I can't remember when I landed the full time thing. Um it wasn't
0: too long after. Wasn't too long after because
2: then we did a we did a couple fun episodes. So we did an episode with um with Sonny, your boy um Baron. It, yes. Well, Baron, oh, your Baron. cousin, but then we did the other one with uh uh Brady. Oh. Brady Roberts. Grady. So the oh, yeah. wrestler who did the Nightwing short uh film, fan film. Um that was a blast. And then a boy Izzy, which uh we mm-hmm. did Age of Ultron review. Yeah, it?
0: we also did a civil war review. With civil MCU. War
2: review as well. Um, but I think by then obviously, yeah, I was I was locked in with you guys. And that was uh shoot, that was studio what do we call it? Hall H? Or stu- Hall no, H, studio yeah, or number H? one. So, yeah, right. So we used to remember that? Yeah, so because your nerd room was downstairs, you finished your basement. They looked fresh, and you had the cool Star yeah. Wars, um, um, shoot, this cool Star Wars um, seats, like the high chair. Oh yeah, the
0: the, the bench or stools, The stools. Barstools. Yeah, the bar stools. <laughs> yeah. that
2: yeah. word? I'm struggling hard here. But um, no, that was great. That was fantastic, man, and uh, that was a blast. And then we would sometimes switch it out from like your basement to like the other room. I think we shot our first episode of uh, Rebels, like the Rebels after show, in the mm-hmm. other room. So uh, no, no, it's good. So yeah, basically that's where it all that's where it all came from, man. When I when I joined joined the team, yeah, yeah, never look back. So, yeah. Yes. Uh, all right. Question number two. Um,
3: <clears throat> make this very official here. Crinkle the paper so it sounds good. Um, so one thing you do, which I think is super cool, is uh, you make it's like I'm reading out of a key card. <laughs> now for my favorite talk to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs>
3: you, know, so one thing that you do that i think is super cool is you always make them oh, custom shoot. Figures. Uh, yeah man how did that get started and do you have any that you'd like to show us that you're especially proud of like that's just such a cool idea and like i never even thought to like make my own figures but like how did that idea like what was the marination period of that? And, uh, do you have any with, uh, uh with you today? Yeah, to yeah
2: no, for sure. As, as per requested by my boy, Sonny, um, so I do have <laughs> we didn't plan on this my, at all. <laughs> on, my, <laughs> on my desk. No, it's, it's a funny story. Um, so again, um, my collecting really came hard back from, from Tim. So he got me into the Marvel Legends. But I think before the Marvel Legends, like I said, I was doing the Marvel Selects. But for Star Wars, Star Wars is on the come up again with uh, The Force Awakens 2015. So, the you know, the Force Friday story, we've, we've said it a million times, but that was like... <laughs> that was huge, man. We're in Toys R Us just going hard for these figures, and we're only allowed, what, two per, per customer? We one walked, per customer. One per customer. We walked out with three each, I think, so yeah. um, <laughs> it was a blast, but uh, basically what happened was, so I came in late to the Black Series collecting. I came in with the red, ba- uh, the red line, basically, so Tim already had, like, the orange backs and the blue, but there was no Anakin, and I'm an Anakin guy. And I, I was always asking Tim, like, "Well, how could I? How could I get the Anakin?" And it's like, he's being nice about it, but he's like, basically, like, you you can't. Like, that's that's done unless you go on eBay, you drop like a lot of money, you're not going to get it. So I gave up on you know basically getting Anakin. The archive line that they brought back when they bring back other figures didn't exist. So um, I was like, well, maybe I can just piece together my own Anakin. So it was it was weird, man. I got Kylo Ren. I bought Kylo Ren the second time. Because he had a kind of a tunic look, and he had like the boots of Anakin, and I bought the Jesse Eisenberg face from uh, <laughs> what was it from uh, BBS, and then I like I put a, I put a scar on his nice. face, and he had the long hair because because it's either his face or the Winter Soldier, but I couldn't find Winter Soldier anywhere, so I put him on the body, and he was horrible looking. And I painted here and there, and he looked terrible, but I kept at it, and I kept working at it, and then um, I found an Anakin face off eBay. And I was like, oh, this looks dope. So I painted him up a little bit. And then they released the Obi-Wan Kenobi, old Ben, who came with like the long uh, Jedi robe. And then I I found another Obi-Wan Kenobi from the orange line um, who had the same kind of torso, similar torso to Anakin. So I used some cloth goods, and I used that to drape over that Obi-Wan and painted him up. And I guess I could just shut up and just show you guys. But (laughs) basically, (laughs) I don't know if you guys can see. Yeah, that's so basically that's man. what he ended up looking like after I was done. This guy took me months, but he turned out kind of cool. So this is this is my first one, so um, I just kept at it, man. And is is a work in process. And then from there I went nuts, and I uh, eventually won like the what was it, the Clone Wars Anakin. So I ended up making that one with like the armor, and uh, yeah, just just stuck with it. I'm really bad with showing it off on the camera there, but. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so it's just a lot of fun, man. I just kept at it, and um, from there, we just got addicting. So, from there, you start looking at figures, and you get more and more figures, and you look at them, and you're like, Well, those guys' boots work here, and that head will work here. So, I, I you know, I, I'll just shoot a couple, but so then I did a, a Nightwing Dick Grayson Batman, so that's like my Whoa. favorite Batman, and um.
1: Oh, that's yeah, it, on, so good.
2: It was cool. So they had like the Mattel line, and I was like, "That's cool," but I want them a little bit bigger, and I wanted like the cool head sculpt from the DC Essential line. So, pop that on there. Did some paint apps and threw in you know the classic Dick Grayson sticks, and that was that. So you just you just keep playing around with it, and then you know I realized um, like way back when I was a little kid. That's that's a storm that I did too. That's my most recent one. Um, okay. That's brand new. We haven't even seen that oh, on the Instagram okay. yet. This, yeah, this, this one made it on the IG. Oh, did it? Cool. Yeah, it made it on there. So I have I have a shelf and it's like it's I call it my MCU shelf. And that shelf, what it is, is basically you can only have one figure on that shelf, but it has like my rule for that shelf is it has to be like kind of made a little differently from me. So that storm is like my MCU storm. So she makes that shelf, and I have other figures. I have like my MCU, like cap um, Falcon. Oh. <sighs> that I wanted to. Come on. To do. Oh shoot, sorry guys. Yeah. And um,
1: you uh, know, and it was it was
2: the Civil War cap that re release and I just took off uh, you know, Falcon's head, drilled in some holes, put the wings on, gave him cap shield, I found a random gun and gave it to him cuz it looked cool and you just you just keep going with it. But anyways, what I'm saying um just to end this. I don't want to keep dragging on it. I I realized as you do these things, you you kind of remember some things. And I remember as a kid, my mom, she gave me lots and lots of Lego and I loved playing with Lego, but you can only do so much. So I remember like I used to get like white out and I'd build like a red and blue character and then I'd white out the eyes to make Spider-Man. So I guess it all comes from like there and then it's slowly an adult. (laughs) And then like the force awakens would be like Tim, like reawakening this, this ability that I had, I guess and (laughs) And, um, I brought it to these figures and it's, it's been fun, man. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. (laughs) <laughs> it's
0: yeah. the thing the thing I love about awesome. what you do there too is you're not trying to like replicate things that you've seen in a film, mm-hmm. like with your MCU shelf. Like this is like imagination gone exactly. wild, wow, right? Exactly. And it's yeah. like you're you're doing that cap, that storm, whatever, yeah. That is a projection of what you feel or representation of that character from the comics into film, which is exactly. so cool, right? Because it's it's one thing to create or recreate something like the Anakin in that. Like that is right. in itself an art form. But then to go next level, yeah. it's, it, that's like, oh, I love that. That's one of the things Fun. I love about seeing what you do with the custom stuff, man.
2: Huge, huge. Thanks, man. Yeah, no, it's, it's been a blast. It's been an absolute blast. Yeah, it's wicked. Yes, sir.
1: Still the best Bruce Wayne figure <laughs> out there is the one that uh, you made, man. <laughs> you know, the
2: Nathan Drake face. It works. <laughs> it works. Oh.
1: <laughs> and the fact that you, like, get this inspiration and that you, you play the long game with it, like, <laughs> The Nathan Drake Uncharted head for an eventual yeah. Bruce. <laughs> that one's good, but not as good as Dark Tower Idris Elba oh. to eventually make John. Stewart. Oh, you're like, right. Yeah, that is bald. Like my, my wife old. wants to <laughs> legit buy that figure off because it's just the most the most incredible piece of figure art. No oh, well, that was thanks. like
0: a, that was a year in in the making, wasn't it? If not more the the Bruce Wayne one or the the. Idris? You know, Idris Elba into John Stewart. Like, I, yeah, I, I, I did that, that
2: thing. Yeah, I was eyeing him for a little bit because um, I have a more. Was it? I have a Green Lantern in like the six inch scale, but the Idris is the block. The Dark Tower is basically from like a seven inch uh, like select line, but the seven inch works pretty well with, like the DC Essential line. So I had to wait for like a Green Lantern uh, Essential line to come out that would fit that head. And when it did, I was like, boom, grabbing that. And just threw it together. After a while, you start kind of seeing it in your head. You, you know, you because Tim, you build a lot of Lego, and our boy, obviously, yeah. uh, Carlos out there does too. So, like, you know when you get to see these things after a while, you know, like the like the master builder, you just start seeing it before you even make it, and then you just it just happens. It just happens. Yeah. Since that's the
1: only dark tower figure that got sold in the whole world. <laughs> the whole right, <laughs> not even not even Darth Goody has any of those dark tower yeah, figures. Yeah, and that guy's got a deep collection. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Idris Elba has three cents thanks to you, man. The <laughs> back end on those.
3: What? A wire speaker? Yeah, you got
0: one more question there for Troy Sanjay?
3: Right, a couple more? Yeah, I got one question and then I got a couple lightning questions for you, bonus round. But let's go back to my yep. deep question here. Um, Troy the boy, um, can you recall the book that you read? And once you were finished, you knew immediately that comics was for you. Like, do you remember that one time you, you just, fi- you finished the book and you just like went right back to the front cover and reread it. And
2: you're like, I'm a lifelong Ooh, comic fan now. Like, do you that's remember? That's cool. Um, it's probably between, oh, there's probably like three, if I can cheat. There's like three that are like, kept me in there. Um, One is... um the JMS run of Spider-Man after events of Civil War when he revealed his identity. It's called Back in Black. Basically, his identity is out there. Um, his Aunt May has been shot instead of him. The bullet was for him. He's donned the black suit because this happened to come out when um, Spider-Man 3 came out, when he had the black suit. So basically, it's just like a badass Peter Parker, Spider-Man in the black suit on the run because Iron Man's team is looking for like the registered or the non-registered heroes. Meanwhile, Spider-Man's trying to like make all the money, possible to save his Aunt May and pay for her hospital bills. And he finds out Kingpin is the guy that's behind it all. And he goes in on the Kingpin. There's a cool splash page. So anyways, uh, Back in Black, Spider-Man, Civil War, I thought was cool. Um, you know, we talked about it on the last episode. Seeing heroes versus heroes at that degree was something else, especially when At the time, not knowing much about Cap, I thought Cap would have been the Iron Man and Iron Man would be the Cap. But to see it in reverse roles, I thought was just magnificent. And I was Team Cap basically since then. Um, And (laughs) the other one was, I I can't give enough praise to this one easily, is um, Scott Snyder's uh, new 52 run on the Batman Court of Owls. When I'm reading a comic book and by the time I'm done reading the pages, I've turned the comic book upside down. To see what is going on, everybody had that moment, right? When we read that book and you're yeah. turning it upside down, I I, like what? experiences j- I've read experience that book. Is this? Yeah, that was <laughs> that was huge, and that for me is like my pinnacle of, like that's my kind of Batman is basically Scott Snyder's take is the New Fifty Two. So it's it's those three, it's those two that for sure that really kept me on the ball with uh, with comics. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
3: Awesome. It's, it's crazy that it's like Civil War doesn't seem that long ago, but you look at the comic and it's like that's 15 nuts. years yeah. ago, right? just like, really. yeah. It was is how it long ago? Five, Isn't it 15 14, years ago, 14, Civil War? The comic right 2006. 2006.
1: Yeah, so like 14 years, yeah. yeah. And I'm listening to that, and I'm like, oh, these young pups. <laughs> but no, it's just I'm old as balls. Like,
3: that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Carlos is like, how oh, do you when Action Comics had this <laughs> radical <laughs> idea to give super <laughs> <higher> Irish. <issues>, yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> will never work Scrap it all. <laughs> yeah, we're all old. All right. So I got some <laughs> yeah, I got. Of, these are lightning questions. Just say the first thing that pops into your mind. Um, there's no right answer. There's no wrong answer. Um yeah, Okay. Man, let's are you ready?
2: Lambert. Okay.
3: Uh, can I have a hundred?
2: I didn't hear that. You so you you got got out. sorry uh sorry. Uh, no. Can I
3: have a hundred bucks? Okay. Just. Forget like, about potential. it. All
2: right. Uh, favorite favorite, Spider-Man? favorite Spider-Man? Uh, Spider-Man? Oh, Peter Parker. Hands down. That's my guy. Yeah. Oh, Andrew like Garfield. Actor. Oh, there. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah, okay. You know what I
3: mean? Batman.
1: I feel you, man. <laughs> I, I feel you. That's why you're the Dick Grayson, man. There we man. go. <laughs> you're, the, you're The same as me, just younger and sexier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: Uh, 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 favorite Batman. Oh, Ben Affleck! All day, all day, and 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 the word is we're getting him back I in HBO it's... Max. Man, let's do this. Let's that's do this. Heavily, let's... heavily rumored right now. Yeah. For. we'll we'll get into that.
3: Uh, favorite DC film Ooh, ever done.
2: Uh, shoot, it's oh man, that's that's tough. That's between Batman Begins and Man of Steel. It's between those two. I love those. Obviously, Dark Knight is, it's easy to say Dark Knight. I mean, Dark Knight mm-hmm. is It's a masterpiece, but I love, yeah. I love me some Batman Begins, man. And uh, Man of Steel. So, you know Today, I'll say Man of Steel. I'll say Man of Steel. Yeah. Yeah. I like
3: it. I like it. My favorite MCU oh, film?
2: All day. All day. <laughs> of course. <Did laughs> yeah. you watch it today? <laughs> <laughs> I watched it right yesterday. Real talk. I did. But. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs>
3: Right. And uh oh, best let's leader. go that, that was Last recent, man.
2: Tim, you know what it is. We endgame. Endgame. That that crowd was bananas. It was like wood It was nuts. Nuts. Yeah, easily. Easily. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That man, those moments, like the Avengers Assemble, Spider-Man showing up yeah. on your left. On
2: your left.
0: Oh. oh. Yeah. Man, that. like I was I have to butt <laughs> in here a little bit. Yeah. I was so specific that I had to sit beside Troy for Infinity War and Endgame. Cause, like, too, man. You remember Infinity War when Red Skull shows up, and both you right. and I are like grabbing what? each other.
3: Like, whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: <laughs> and then, like, I remember leaning over to you during the Avengers Assemble moment and Endgame, being like, "Dude, he's gonna say it. He's gonna yeah, say it. He's yeah. gonna say it." <laughs> like, I've been waiting like
2: ten years for him to say those yes. two words. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and then just seeing like Milnor, you know, going to Captain oh, that that moment, moment. There, right? Like, if if you go and Google, there's some
0: people that released like. Avengers endgame Game crowd reactions and people going like bananas. Yeah. in the crowds, that's what our theater was like. Yeah. It was off the hook. Like the best, the, the best experience I've ever ever had. That's why I'm not. I'm okay with not going back to the theaters because I've had the best experience of that's all time. Yeah, <laughs> is it the best
3: theater experience or the best experience period? Because you said the best experience I've ever had. Yeah. So I mean, just a reminder: your wife is on. <laughs> Saying, what's up? So I just wanted to. to Usually she doesn't listen, know. so I can get away
0: with a few things like what I actually bought this week and that. But she's watching, so now I'm in trouble. I know
2: she's she's dropping some questions yeah, in yeah. there. We'll get we'll get to it. Don't worry. Oh shoot! Shout out to the boy, the homeboy uh, Kyle. Man, he just watched homecoming today. That's what's up. Yeah, he did. There we go. That's what's up. Nice. <laughs> oh man. Awesome.
3: Awesome for me so Troy gonna pass stuff over. You. Actually, that
0: was like a uh, so quickly, Troy. Before we get going here, we got just a couple <laughs> questions. We got one from Darth. Cool. Um, just shouting out, really, that we do need more versions of Anakin. So, Clone Wars Anakin. We need, yes. you know, we need a dark side. Another release of that dark side Anakin with the cloak. Because I don't think even in the archive line, he had the cloak. Did he? He didn't have
2: no. the no. robe. So no, we need no. something like that. I think we need like an Order 66 Anakin. Like boom. Yeah, we do. That could be cool. We need the yeah, the Clone Wars Anakin. I would even like to see them do what they did with um Obi-Wan when we saw him in the Clone Wars armor from like the animated, like the actual yeah. like, Andron. I'd love to see that Anakin. I guess that Anakin's pretty much similar, but still I'd like to see them just give us a take on that one would be uh, pretty cool. So yeah, Darth, I feel you 100%. We could always use more Anakin in our lives. Yeah. yeah,
0: And then one question I'm going to shout out from, from my wife here. She says, we group chat all day long. So <laughs> this is in the DM, man. It's, it's funny, man. It's, we finished the recordings on Tuesdays after talking for four hours and our sign off is we'll see in the DM. 10 minutes later, it's like we got questions firing each other. And so she wants to know... If we'll ever run out of things to talk about. Troy, what's your opinion on that? Like, are we ever going to run out of things to talk about? We're 225 episodes deep, plus bonus episodes, plus a continuous stream of discussion in the DM, man. What are your thoughts on that?
2: No, definitely not. You know, I remember a while back um, at my my in-laws or my mother-in-law, uh, Tim and I were washing the dishes and I remember she heard us talking about comics <laughs> and she's like, I could just listen to you guys talk about comics all day. Do you guys ever run out talking about stuff? And that was probably 2016 <laughs> and we haven't slowed Here's down. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it's only gotten more heavy. So yeah, <laughs> I think we're good. I think we're good. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's uh, that's something else, man. I, I fully agree is that there's nothing like every it's funny because I had my dude, Joey, who's online right now. He asked me, he says, you guys you need to do hours of prep work. And my answer was no. <laughs> like, honestly, guys. <laughs> The the effort that goes in the show is tremendous from each individual, but the idea and the concept behind the show is it's meant to be exactly what we're doing right now. It's meant to be banter talk that you guys want to jump into and experience with us. And so it's not meant to be scripted. It's not meant to be heavily researched. These are opinions about things that we love. And so that's what goes into it is just passion. You know, the research that we do is the collecting, is the comic book reading, is the film watching, but these are things we're doing anyways. And so none of it, it's like a labor of love, right? Like we come into this every single week, every single Tuesday, you know, I'm hearing people comment saying like, how do you guys find the time? Well, this is our escapism. This is our getaway. And we love it. And that's why we never run out of things to talk about. Like and then we brought Carlos on board here, what was it, like a year ago? And it's just like it's added to that, you know, mountain of discussion. It's just another element, another aspect, another person that has the same love and passion for what we do that's just adding to the conversation. And it's been a blast.
1: Definitely. Yeah, man. It's been it's been a trip. Notes He's like, okay, this is what
3: we're talking about this week. We gotta like talk about this, and I'll get on the show and be like, So, what
0: are we talking about? Sanjay does the most prep out of anyone. <laughs>
3: okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, we're talking.
0: So, yeah. one last thing before Troy, we get to some of your questions here for Carlos. Yeah. Uh, Javier, just a comment here. He uh, said, We need an episode one Anakin with a pod racer deluxe series. Imagine six inch scaled wow. Anakin with a pod racer, man. We just got that snow speeder. Darth, you showed that off yes. on your Instagram just a couple days ago. So imagine that, man. A scaled pod racer. Wow. Come
2: on. Oh, man. That'd be dope. I love it with that helmet. That oh, Anakin's yeah. rocking. I'd love that. Good luck yeah, yeah.
1: Your wife would hear you in the basement. It's working.
3: <laughs> it's working. <laughs> yes. All right, Troy.
0: Man, the on is passed to you. Nice. You're asking questions to to oh. the dude above you
2: there, Carlos. Oh, Carlos, man. You know, uh, I, I'm looking forward to this. I mean, you're Carlos. You're the goddamn Batman that I dubbed you. I gave you that name, but I think about it. I'm like, you're more like you're like the Wolverine because you age incredible, but you've been <laughs> around. <laughs> Forever, (laughs) this whole time, before all of us, and even up on the comic books, you know, and um, I gotta say, man, because for me, you're the guru, you're the goat when it comes to all this stuff, and uh, I always respect your opinion when it comes to all these things, whether it's the collecting, the statues, the comics... The video games, especially, man, it's it's like that bigger brother that's been playing all those things before you, and you get a little bit ahead of yourself, and you kind of put it in check, like, no, this is how you go about things. So I got to say, man, give us give us the rundown on your comic experience, how you got into comics. What was your, your first taste into that stuff? Yeah, I got to get myself
1: together. You're going to make me cry <laughs> in front of the listeners, the first live stream, man. That was touching. Thanks, yeah, brother. Man. I appreciate sure. that. Uh yeah, baby. Uh you know what? Yeah, growing up when I was a kid, uh, I ended up being the recipient of everybody's hand-me-downs for everything, right? So and one of the first things I ended up getting was like all these like Avon superhero things from like older cousins who had outgrown them, so like Spider-Man toothbrush holder and Superman comb and like a radio of Clark Kent coming out of a phone booth and <laughs> Hundreds of broken Batmobiles. (laughs) Like the one I bought last week is actually the only one that's complete that I've ever owned in my whole life. But But, uh, yeah, the comic books was there is a dude who lived down the street, like down the block from us, living in Beddington Heights of little means. And uh, yeah, this kid kind of, or he was an older guy. Like I was probably like six or seven and this guy was in his 30s or whatever, but he's like doing a yard sale kind of deal. And he's like, you know what kid, here's a box of comics, like go nuts. And there was like a bunch of stuff that was, should have probably been taken out before you give it to a little kid. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Some of that, some clipped books and stuff like that. But, uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> loads of Batman comics. Yeah. And I just fell in love with Batman. And, like, I dabbled with Superman here and there, but I didn't get them very right. often. Like, kind of beg, cry, and plead. And, you know, over the course of doing that for a year, you end up with maybe two or three of them. But, um, yeah, the the Batman stuff. And I was, like, the early Jim Aparo. And kind of after Danny O'Neill really got his feet under him and was more the editor-type guy. And, yeah, I just... That that was my dude, right? And so I had my Batman stockpile from this dude. And then yeah, I'd buy Spider-Man and Superman comics on the side. And here I there am a lot older than six <laughs> years old. And uh those are still my three go-tos every so, month. So, so when we say the Batman, like I gotta yeah. ask,
2: like 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 for me, like when I look at a character like like Vader, I'm drawn by like the helmet, the lightsaber, uh Spider-Man, it's the red and blues, it's the eyes, Batman. Is it, is it the Bruce Wayne appeal? Is it the detective aspect? Is it the costume? Is it the blue and gray? Is it the black and gray? Like What is it like off the rack about Batman that just draws you in? Like, I connect to this character or I'm rooting for this character. I,
1: yeah, you know what? I came in like hot black and, or blue and gray yeah. era. So like I my first exposure to Batman is like disproportionately through Batman and the outsiders of all things. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Which is weird to create a Batman super fan off that particular book, but here I am. Uh, You know what? Like, I think it was just the fact that anybody could take him out. Right. So he fights uh, over the top villains from space. He fights a guy like the Joker, who's just crazy. But at the end of the day, it could be a, gang of thugs in a back alley that takes him out kind of thing right so he's always vulnerable and then like as i got older like in my mind's eye like he he's almost the most unrealistic superhero in the world because you have a rich guy who is completely selfless and dedicates himself to (laughs) making the world a better place but uh yeah that uh that that's totally as i matured kind of thing and like as I went through the later years of junior high and, in, or later years of elementary school and into junior high, that kind of piece of the character, like just that selflessness really drew me to him more than anybody else. And he was always more interesting by the fact that he is just human at the end of the day and anyone can take him out. Right. right? So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that, that's uh, that's what it was. And he always felt more real. Yeah. Cause like he'd have strife with Alfred and Dick Grayson and he was uh trying to be a good guy and yeah it was it was good like those old books they're really wordy but they uh they did a lot of things I right. i dig that
2: i dig that so obviously batman stayed with you the whole time and obviously up until today so i'm wondering like for me um because i kind of like these questions a little bit um i was a spider-man guy the whole time and i met my wife and she she wasn't a hardcore nerd, nerd like me but she was always like a batman she's like batman's dope and i was like no come on (laughs) yeah that's why that's why i immediately
1: got along with your wife she's a wonderful lady
2: in time in time i did convince her to you know (laughs) spider-man's the truth and and she sees that light now and that's great and i love her (laughs) perfect but um i wonder so when you came across your wife um was she into all this stuff already was she down with wonder woman from the jump did you have to convince her like wonder woman did you try convincing her like batman let us know how that all worked on the table.
0: Sorry. Sorry. Tri's wife just said right. Batman is still dope.
2: <laughs> yeah. And shout out to Courtney. Yeah. She's got my back. She's Look back.
0: Eh? Hey, man, it's all in cap lock she's coming Dude, in. Like, like Barbara Dream in
2: that. Is there a, is there a, is there a yeah. block there a little down further or. Oh, Oh,
1: huh? oh, cap. oh okay. Yeah. All right. That's, that's cool court coming in Barbara Gordon style, just (laughs) into the fight Ah, and the Batman needs her most. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You know, my wife, when the, the catalyst for that, like, so Batman was ever present. Right. And she, she was well aware of to what she was getting into. Um, Had like the back cave version 1.0 at my parents' house. And, you know, she was cool with it coming with us. Just said, you know, you can bring it all. Just no food. You need to get rid of your boxes of unopened cereal. You need to get rid of your cans of pasta, your dry soup. But I will take you and and all the nonsense that comes with you. But uh, yeah, the the kind of ball got rolling with her and being in the collecting world was we we're putting pictures together for our wedding. And one of the pictures she picked was both of us at the exact same age. And it was me and Superman under ruse and a picture of her in Wonder Woman under cool, Meant to be. So yeah. So that became like the picture at the greeting table or whatever. And then kind of became, instead of having table numbers, we had different superheroes and Disney characters. Nice. So you're sitting at the Simba table. You're sitting at the Robin table. You're sitting at the Catwoman table. And, uh, yeah, and it just kind of went from there. And then those first years of marriage were the years that stuff like the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie came out on Valentine's Day and um, Smallville came out. But the thing that really like hyper motivated her into becoming like hardcore Wonder Woman fan, like it was always there. Obviously, I had Andrews and toys when she was a kid, but it was the Justice League animated series. There we series. go. Because that dropped when we first got yeah. married, and uh, yeah, she like it, it was on prime time in Canada, yeah. so it was like Friday nights. <laughs> like we'd tape it, and we'd either watch it live or watch it on the next day that we were both off or whatever. But it was it was kind of the first show that it was like you're not allowed to watch this without nice. me. And uh, it just went from there. And the Wonder Woman fandom kind of grew and grew. And then I got to give props to Zack Snyder and Gal Gadot. Because, like, once Gal arrived on the scene, that hypercharged everything. And now I have Funko Pops coming into my house that I don't know what to do. Oh, there we go. So (laughs) so we'll
2: rewind. So we'll go back to um, Justice League and chill. And... You fast forward <laughs> now. <and laughs> Come on. Hashtag this is bro, please.
0: There it is, and man. You, the master, right?
2: so now you guys <laughs> have you guys have two little ones. Uh, so now you know you've gone through your fandom, your wife's gone through her fandom. Now your kids, I hear about it all the time. I've experienced it, I've seen it. Incredible kids, incredible collecting. Oh, Let us know way. how that worked.
1: Yeah, you know, um with the kids, like I was always cognizant of not wanting Like just you can like whatever you want to like be whoever you want to be. The world is your oyster. You want princesses. You want like the only two things that I was kind of like. Yeah, was like Caillou because I can't think he's kind of weird. And 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 Barney like Caillou. There's not he's not right. Is that that
3: little bald kid?
1: Yes, that
3: got
0: outlawed in our house.
1: Yeah, my wife can vote for that right here.
0: That was like no
1: go in our house. We, we were all... We're, there's a synergy with us, right? <laughs> so, yeah, those were kind of like the only two no-go's. But uh, my, my oldest, and, like, Superman was just kind of low-key around, right? Part of Justice League or whatever else. But uh, she just fell in love with him. And, like, she would... Like, as she started walking and she'd try and open doors, she'd be like, Bobo. And we're like, What is that? And we realized that she was singing like the John Williams wow. theme, but like when she tried to be strong, yeah. she's like pushing on the doors and like, Bobo. Oh. Like, <laughs> That's <laughs> amazing. Spread. Wow. Yeah. And so uh, that kind of oh, jumped yeah. to the forefront, right? And so it was like, Well, if you don't want, like, you would take her to the toy store and get what you want. And like, Superman Returns had come out. So she'd like, always take like the Brandon Roth dolls and whatnot. So yeah, that, uh, that ended up being like her go-to thing. And uh, she's got a really cool Superman fandom because despite being like a young kid, like she's really into kind of that golden age, like apple pie type of Superman. And yeah, like I got a teenage daughter that listens to Superman radio dramas from the fifties. And it's like the coolest thing ever. So So cool. So cool. That's cool. And then yeah, her sister like obviously with all three of us being into the stuff at the time, like there was no hope for her. But she broke the mold. She was hardcore Marvel fan go. of the hop. So yep. yeah, Spidey and the Hulk were her dudes, and then uh, but Harley Quinn is her first yeah. love. Like once uh, once she discovered Harley Quinn, like that uh, that took the crown. But Spider Verse is having okay. that that Spider Crew coming it's back, there. right? So yeah. it's it's a battle. So. Awesome. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of the journey for us, and it's it's just a fun thing, and we always have a go to type of adventure now, right? So, well, it, when I say let's go on the hunt, it's a family affair. If it's it amazing because be, I, so. I do
0: know that they were a bit upset with you that you and your Twitter friends were going to the movies without them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that that caused <laughs> drama, in my house When it was like, what do you mean you're going to see a superhero movie opening night without
2: us? <laughs> Who are these people? Who are these Twitter friends? <laughs> okay, can, like, you, well, can you go yeah. in about, about that? Can you, can you kind of let everyone know, you know, you, you came across us, I'm, I'm guessing online, and then you obviously joined us. Can you kind of, you know, fill in the gaps a little bit and explain that? You know, yeah. How been? So, it, yeah, it just started
1: off. I didn't like remember it because it was like wicked cold outside. Yeah. And so I was just like scrolling on my phone or whatever and sunny had posted something about mondo posters and in the nook in our kitchen i have like a bit of a rotating gallery where like every couple months i'll switch out the posters that we have up there and uh i had just happened to have like a bunch of dc ones up there at the time so i took a picture and replied and then he was kind of going back and forth and we actually had like a really good chain lots of people um jumping in that thread and so i took a few more pictures of like this hallway that we have with like the Avengers ones in there. And um then yeah, that kind of went. And then I think that night Sunny made posts about Sam Bennett. And I was like, this dude has got to be in Calgary because yeah. it's only people here who are talking about freaking Sam Bennett didn't have any hopes for what that guy's going to do for us. So yeah, so uh that kind of got the the wheels turn in my head. And then the next day, Tim posted something about doing long box diving. And I was like, where are you guys? And I remember that. He said, Hillhurst. And I was like, yeah, dude, I'm in Calgary too. And so, yeah, all those pieces kind of clicked together. And then I think we all kind of became just Twitter friends and commenting back and forth and doing whatever. And then, uh, it was Aquaman, I think was yes. the first time that we yes. all met. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And I, I can appreciate the, the safe and cautious approach Arms to <laughs> some rare, yeah, a random stranger guy. We'll meet in a highly populated <laughs> public space where we can escape if we need to, but we hit it off yeah. right away. Like it was, it, it was made, cool. It made sense. And, yeah. I found yes. you guys, Troy and I with that look of shock and astonishment when Pitbull fired up in the middle of the movie. And I was like, Hey, we got some kindred spirits here. <laughs> so well, the, the, the best
0: part about yeah. that too was I remember saying to my wife, like, hey, we're, we're going to go see Aquaman and go to Troy and Sanjay. And this guy we we met, oh, where'd you meet him? On Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to the movies with the dude you met on Twitter. Like, <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we are. But this is our trial version to make sure he's not some, like, psychopath.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's always that back yeah. exit. So, yeah, I... Yeah, it was it was prudent choice. But yeah, we ended up shutting down Boston Pizza yeah. that day. And uh, yeah, then I think, I don't know how much yeah. longer after that, the first invite to come record was. Because was I think there was like one or two trials. I, I remember Captain Marvel being kind of one of the first mm-hmm. ones.
2: Right, because that was being, uh, that's a trailer during Aquaman too. I think is was, not it being promoted during that time? Shazam and... Uh, and yeah, it's or December. Or March. March. Yeah. It's like yeah. three months.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah, so that was uh, yeah, that was kind of the genesis. Yeah, of, but then it
0: was then it was explaining. Yeah, we met him. He's a great guy. He's gonna come into my basement and record with us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> All the love to your good lady wife for for trusting this random dude just showing well, up man, one you, night.
0: You you've made your mark on the on the kids for sure. Not <laughs> only has it been you know One Woman sticker books and all this, it's also been the the DC superhero girls and all that that have been delivered. And you know my my daughter's a DC fan. Let me tell you.
1: Let me tell you. She's there. We. Will- we got to keep the world 360, man. Yeah, it is. 360, <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, there's there's a couple of questions here in the comment section here. Guys, we're going to go long. This is a, a common thread with the Nerd Room is we plan for something, and then we usually go about 45 minutes longer. So there's no restrictions here. So we're going to continue to blast you this past what would be, I guess, 8 p.m. Mountain Time, 10 p.m. For those that are in the U.K., East and all that. And if you guys got to check out, that's cool, but we're going to keep the stream going uh, because we're having some fun here. So this comes from my little one, the one that you delivered the DC superhero girls to. What is your favorite figure, Carlos? Oh, my favorite figure. You know what? Oh, here we go. This is the, the benefit of being live. The benefit of you guys being able to see the nerd rooms. This is
1: it here. Here we go. Oh, look at this. Taking it back. This guy right here, the very first Batman, With the cape and everything, man. Oh, man. Yeah. So this, this, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, is the superpowers Batman, and I got him probably when I was your age, yeah. <laughs> maybe even a little, yeah. <laughs> that's cool, man. Maybe even younger. So is that the original one? Yeah. That's the that's the OG superpowers Batman. But Is that Batman? your
0: original yeah. one?
1: Yeah. Wow. wow. With the cape yeah. still. Oh, is that the Cena cape? oh yeah uh, yeah nice yeah it's just got like the little piece I of love or whatever, so man.
0: cool man so love cool. that
1: yeah so yeah i uh i, I always kind of had that collector spirit i guess so his his knuckles are a little worn but uh yeah <laughs> punching the is, joker
3: he's, he's good
1: <laughs> and we got
0: we got another one here from chris 1985 so what's up chris thanks for joining us here carlos because we can see the nerd rooms where did you get that Batman cowl, the one just up to your right?
1: Well, yeah, that one, it's one of a couple up here, but it's a replica of Christian Bale's cowl and it's from the Noble Collection. So that was a gift from my good lady wife one year. But uh yeah, that's that's where that one's from. It's a it's a bit heavy, man, so <laughs> i can't bring it down <laughs> off there for you but yeah put it, I, on, I dar. Definitely... Put it on dar says <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that one doesn't go on i got a couple others here that go on but uh yeah you know what if this uh if this keeps going and uh i'll just change up my position to different spots in the yeah. in the room I and the yeah rex, tactically the big penny all that stuff yeah that <laughs> that's right this is tactical this is like the i like to keep the secrets of the back cave yeah, I can't tactical wait to see the transverse so. or exits
0: in the background there
1: <laughs> now troy you yeah,
0: this in last week's recording you said there was a reflection of the goddamn batman uh, yeah, a shadow of the cow if you just move to your to your left a little there it is there it is <laughs> yeah
1: well and i think i had the lights a little different and yeah it was uh
0: Amazing. Sorry, Troy. I just wanted to get some of those yeah, in from the no, message
2: no, board. No, I'm, I'm finishing up. Um, you know, I'm going to be sidetracked here, so we're going to go a little different. Um, something being Carlos uh, and Sonny actually really uh, bond or connect with is our boy MJ, Michael Jackson. So I guess this could be for Sunny and Carlos. I mean, every kid's had their King of Pop moment, um, whether it was just a a phase or something that you. Or attached to for the rest of your life. So I'd like to know your guys', you know, your first like MJ memory, whether it's a music video, whether it's the jacket. Do you guys remember that time, that place? Oh, yeah, man. Like I had. Oh, go ahead, Sonny.
1: So kind. No, you yeah, I mean... So kind. <laughs> I know. It, it just, yeah.
0: <laughs> Carlos, hit this one up first.
1: Oh, for me, I had the benefit of growing up like. During the apex of the thriller album, yeah. man, like it was, it was everywhere. It was inescapable. And like, I got my tape, like for one birthday, that was the thing to give people. Right. So one of my friends gave me the, the beige color thriller cassette tape wow. and somebody else gave me the LP wow. and uh, yeah, it was one of those. So those were kind of the first um, albums that I ever had or the first album I ever had. So we got a lot of play as a kid. And then uh, I saw Motown 25 oh. live in a leaky basement in Beddington no Heights, man. Way. Like I, uh, You saw him do the bootwalk and yeah, everything? I,
2: like, ugh, the brothers? Yeah. And oh, man. Crazy. 100%. And
1: I remember because when I was a kid, I'd always get frustrated because, I like, he was the biggest thing in the world. But when you'd watch, like, video hits and, like, uh, much music stuff they do countdowns or like solid gold was a thing back then and they do their show but they would never ever show Michael or play the full song or they just like say oh Billy Jean number one and play a couple of beats no and way then fade to black kind no of way. thing right so in my little kid's mind's eye I thought that that's what Motown 25 would kind of be like but they promised that you'd at least get to see the Jacksons and I was like, Oh, okay, well I get to see something at least. Right. Cause this is, there's no YouTube. There's no, there's no DVDs. There's none of right. that stuff. Right. You just took whatever you could get whenever you yeah. could get it. So, uh, yeah, I tuned in cause that's, uh, that was the thing to watch that night. And lo and behold, history was made. Big time. So big time. Unbelievable. Yeah. And I've, I've been with Mike ever since, man. Like it, uh, it was like, like, Michael Jackson is probably like the next biggest fandom to Batman. Like if I'm being real here. Yeah. As we're doing disclosures of the (laughs) room, like when the blood on the dance floor album dropped, I won, I went to the CD release party. I won the Michael Jackson dance contest. Danced off against some some dude. We are live. (laughs) (laughs) We've got
0: video. Yo, (laughs) can you show us some of those moves?
1: That that was a long time ago with far better <laughs> knees, man. Like, li- literally was at the physiotherapist yesterday because I couldn't move my neck, Michael Keaton style, like, not that long ago. So, yeah, those days are gone, man. Yeah. Fair enough. Barb fair Higgins enough. wouldn't be finding me attractive anymore.
0: <laughs> Just imagine you spinning around on the ground.
1: <laughs>
3: moonwalking.
2: Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Sunny boy, you got, you got yeah. yours?
3: Um, to be honest, I'd probably oh. go back yeah to the Sega Genesis and playing that Moon video game. Um, at the time, like I didn't really know too much. I was pretty young. Um, just listened to the radio. Didn't have any tapes or cassettes or anything. And I played that video game. I'm like that's pretty cool. And then I started like seeking out, like trying to like listen to him, like on the radio whenever he would come on. Oh yeah. Uh, and then I think it was his bad album that I think like made my older had the cassette for. I remember just listening to it and being like this is pretty good like and then like just wanting to go and like just discover more of his music and like uh, the Thriller awesome. album all the way up to Invincible so uh, yeah man just been listening and uh, just like man, this guy's pretty good and then uh, with the advent of the internet and YouTube it was so much easier to like go and check out music as opposed to like uh, remember that? waiting forever and then trying yeah. to like yeah. record it on a cassette when yeah. it came out you know, right? or, like, on- Start. when you're trying to like burn a cd and it would always be like the little like intro from the dj would always yeah. screw up the song or it'd be like aol first listen and then it would, like, it would have, like halfway through it'd be like aol you're listening to aol and it would like always like interrupt it or like you'd wait like two hours to burn a CD on after, and, like an hour 59 it's like oh you can't burn it because like this thing is not working and then you gotta like start all the way over and like trying to find the yeah, one man. song that like didn't <laughs> have a virus attached to it <laughs> was, like, wild west back then like kids these days do not understand what it was like it was trying to burn a cd and like you like think so long and hard and you'd burn the cd and you'd be like this cd has like 18 songs that i'm gonna listen to forever i'm gonna listen to this album and i love it and then like you just hate it. And Definitely. then like a week later, you kind of be like, all right, what's, what's up? What's next? <laughs> but I'm like, I always like put on, um, all my, uh, albums, at least one go. or two songs. And it just, yeah, man, just love his music. So
1: that's kind <laughs> of I'm going cool. to flip the script. Guess. How about you? <laughs> yeah. Like,
2: like I said, Dick Grayson yeah, you here know, um, just younger and sexier. The yeah. MJ Love is just as yeah, Yeah, born so. in eighty seven. And then hear. the bad album dropped the same year. And um, I gotta say the first memory, it was the Pepsi commercials. It was the it was the Michael running away uh from the crowd. Uh the author chasing him. Yeah. I think he was doing like some jet skiing stuff or whatever. And I just remember like, man, this guy this guy's cool. And it was the bad video. It was the Wesley snipes, it was it was Michael, it was all that leading up to the to the uh the parking lot dance off and all that stuff, and I just I thought that was just magical. is 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 like nothing I've ever seen, and it, it stuck with me ever since. So, and, and and it's cool because the transformation. You know, this is weird, but you know, like the transformation. Um, you know, Vader, Anakin evolving into Vader. It's kind of been interesting to see, like Michael evolve from like that nine year old kid to like what he's become now. Not even That's just cool. but like musically. Uh, from his voice, from his dancing, from his stage presence, all that stuff. To see it change and progress and Go higher. It's it's something really cool. It's really cool to, to witness. Yeah.
0: I love that parallel. Yeah, man. We've yeah. Never seen it yeah. yeah it's yeah. neat.
2: It's neat. Um so sorry guys. My last one to close it out uh for the goddamn Batman. Um it's just gonna be a quick one. It's just gonna be your favorite Batman, Bruce Wayne. And then the last one would be if you could cast anybody and any time, who would it be to play the goddamn Batman? And you can't pick yourself.
1: Oh, shoot. That's a, that's a tough one, man. Um, My favorite of the ones we've had. Like all things being equal. Like I think Affleck nailed it the most, but I didn't like the way Snyder used him. So I would have to go to like bail for the way that that version was written, and um, he's the closest to having that fundamental yep. core that I love with Batman. Like, I, I would love to see Affleck get the th- same or similar type material as Bale had right. to work with, and I think he would crush it kind yeah. of thing. Um, but then, like, freaking Michael Keaton, there is just magic about yes. that guy, man. Like, he just has a present, like. He is the skinniest, the shortest, and he has the weirdest hair <laughs> of all the Batman. <laughs> but that guy is the scariest yeah. Batman out yeah. of all of them. Like, you wouldn't want to be left in, alone in a room with Michael Keaton Batman. You might take your chances with Ben Affleck Batman. He's a brawler. But Michael Keaton Batman, you're like... Yeah. I don't know, man. So, uh, yeah, like, Keaton just... There's a... There's just a pathos to him
2: and an intensity and he makes you believe it. Like he, yeah. He has that kind of Christopher Walken kind of like ticking time bomb kind of swag going on. You just don't know what's going on up there. It's crazy. Yeah. Which, uh, which I think is huge for Batman and like just the, yeah, like there's
1: like, there's a timeless swagger to his Batman that none of the others come close to. Right. Like, the coolest stuff of Affleck in that suit, like that's the stuff yeah. man, right? Like the, there's nothing that he did or said or conveyed in the costume that, you know, was truly special that no one else could do. Whereas Michael Keaton, like, like even just small things, like when he drops the Batman voice at the end of 89, he's like, excuse me, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? It's like, what is that? That's bananas. I love it. Like, he you know, it's it's, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I like I uh yeah I guess I don't know that was a very long way of answering yeah. your question that Keats is Keats the, man. the man.
2: Okay, and, and who would you put in yeah. the costume? Oh. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I yeah, yeah that's tough. a tough one, man. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> like that's an 18 month <laughs> dissertation for me. To like go and research check and them. you know, like background check and everything else. Okay. So, like, we'll let that marinate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> man. Like, I, I apologize, baby, but uh, well, yeah. we, can,
0: we can continue that actual question here. We got one from Kyle at cool. the tumbling saber. So, you got to go check out our dudes over at the tumbling saber. You have not yet. Kyle, Carlos, Corey, the whole crew over there, they've got, he's got, I think, 600 podcasts at this point. Um, But he's always, always doing his thing. But he's got a question here for – we'll point this right at at Carlos here. This is kind of going off the back end of what Troy was saying there. Would you rather time – now this is a a time and tested segment from Tumbling Saber. But would you rather see Michael Keaton put the cape and cowl back on or would you like to see him get – or be in the Sinister Six on screen in the MCU? whichever you pick the other doesn't happen
1: oh <laughs> shoot the other doesn't happen part like cuz i hardcore love him as the vulture like he's wicked um and i i like i i love my yeah, spidey but... and i love my batman <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, how can I just make that massive speech about Michael Keaton as Batman and then be like, yeah, yeah, but I want to make the ball. So, uh, yeah, man, it's got to be, uh, it's got to be Keats. Throw on that Kingdom Come armor. Let him be, you know, that. Uh, let him be the mentor to the next generation. Rumors of him being the mentor to Batgirl. Ooh. Maybe that could be Courtney and I, maybe I'll be her mentor as she starts collecting and like gets into the comics and stuff like that. Yeah. That's it, man. I,
0: I don't know. That's interesting. I, I thought you'd heavily lean towards the cow, but you debated that a little bit more than uh, mm. I had expected. So I don't know. I don't, I, I, me, I'm, I love the idea of him being in the Cape and cow, but I also love the idea of a sinister six in the MCU. Yeah,
1: man.
0: So I'm, I'm going to lean, I'm going to yeah. lean that way a little bit. I, I think that, That the Spider-Man story needs to needs to peak at a Sinister Six, and he needs to be a part of that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna lean that way. I'm gonna lead to uh, Sinister Six in the MCU.
1: Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Well, you, you'll get it. It'll be in Sony's <laughs> World of yeah. Marvel character. just the one I want.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. The Sumac or whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> uh, okay,
0: too quick. Before the baton is passed over here to Carlos, two quick shout-outs here. We've got Ma- uh, movie, Matthew, that just joined, and we've also got Mike Tarkin from the Sandcrawler podcast. So shout-out to Mike. Go check out the Sandcrawler again. Part of the Star's Commonwealth. Great collecting podcast and we're just uh just giving everyone a shout out there for that matthew asks, what is the topic tonight guy we are just doing a general introduction we're having a little bit of banter and we're doing questions between the crew here we've already gone 15 minutes long we're going another 15 20 minutes here and so we're just having some fun you know passing around the baton pass around some of the questions and in really digging into the
1: ethos of the nerd room here yeah yeah, and shout out to Grabs. Grabs, I love that comment that you've put forward there when Troy was talking about MJ's <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, journey.
0: Another puberty story that <laughs> Troy loves, man. Coming of age. I,
1: yeah, see,
2: see, that sounds so much better. The coming of age. Why can't we just, you know? <laughs> yeah, we don't say yeah. puberty story.
1: <laughs> but the, the puberty yeah. story oh, no, makes it just sound spurious. unintentionally yeah.
2: hilarious. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Grabs is the best. I miss that guy's <laughs> questions. It's it's good to have him in the
1: chat, man. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, grab. Yeah. On, we need Bring to- it back,
0: man. It's questions yeah. Grabs. He's been a big part, big supporter for for years. You hear us mention him often on the podcast. Oh, He's yeah. in the chat there. So give a give a big shout out to Grabs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Movie Matthew making me a happy guy to see that Mallrats twenty five is coming out Oof. in September. Blu-ray might have to buy another piece of physical mm-hmm. media. Oh, of course, I, it is. of course, yours for me. Yeah, he
0: is. Yeah, he's he's definitely uh, kept he's definitely changed the game when it comes to this whole culture that we're we're living and breathing right now. Uh, he's a big proponent of that. So big shout out, especially the podcast medium, too. Whew. Yeah, I know he inspired yeah. Sunshay, which inspired this whole thing that Here we're doing go. right now. Five years later. <laughs> you go. That's huge. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's right, man. You are up. Goddamn Batman. The baton is yours.
1: Well, yeah, and I get to take it all back to the beginning, to the genesis of the nerd room with our man Tim here. So, Tim, you're uh, a fledgling DC reader and DC collector with uh, Strange Adventure of all things. Honestly, of of all the collecting things I've done in my life, that might be one of the things I'm proudest of. (laughs) I've been trying for years to
3: get DC training well, and you just show up and he yeah. jumps on strange adventures.
1: Not bad yeah. Not yeah, yeah, Sonny, speak, that's that I'm gonna take full props. Adventures. Like that is baller. <laughs> that 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 is full Batman damned last page in the back cave type of energy there. <laughs> <laughs> I get that reference now. <laughs> 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 that's like so much so
3: professional and then the turns out to be Savio Vega. Like you just Tim, the, you know, his favorite wrestler should be Savio Vega. And I'm like, you should watch Stone Cold. Man, you should watch The Rock. It was all the sales Undertaker, pitch. said like, He's like this nope, is like the perfect Savio mix Ve- of <laughs>
0: everything that you love. Cosmic and Captain America and this <laughs> and that. And it's like Flash Gordon, which is your Star Wars thing and The Rocketeer. It all works. And it was just like, okay. And so yeah, here we are, brave and the bold or whatever yeah. it was before. That's what I'm reading.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. And like, yeah, now you can't stop because like the creative team is even giving giving you shouts shout outs. Brilliant, so. man. And Tom yeah. King, man,
0: he had oh. a uh, a fantastic rant on Twitter.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, go check that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. yeah,
0: wear your masks, ladies yeah. and
1: gentlemen. Wear masks. Exactly. Well, so on the topic of DC fandom, and in DC fandom, we love our year ones. Those origin stories, the Batman Begins, but the year ones are good books. You see Troy nodding there, like he just went through Robin and Batgirl year one, right? right? right. At the outset of this quarantine. And then, yeah, like Superman year one, black label book. So tell me about Tim year one. What was the genesis of The guy sitting in front of us who on a Friday night is hosting a bunch of people talking about collectibles surrounded by his collection. Take me to Tim, your one. What were those seeds that were planted and how did they grow? I don't know, man. That's a tough one. You know, we spend a
0: lot of time talking about nostalgia, talking about our past and how that has influenced our present on the podcast, you know, whether it's Star Wars, whether it's Marvel, those are my two, two big fandoms right now. And I find myself, again, influenced by the goddamn Batman here, influenced by Troy and Sanjay, dipping back into to the nostalgia. And I got to go back to like the genesis of the individual I am and how that was shaped it was really through three franchises. And neither of those three franchises are Star Wars or Marvel and so like my passion for this this lifestyle when it comes to to nerd and all that starts with ninja turtles ghostbusters and jurassic park like those yeah, are the man. three franchises that set me on this path and i gotta give a shit I, my sister was on here earlier but i think she's dipped off at this point but my my parents had always been like hyper focused on you know we grew up you know We didn't have a lot or whatever, but I always had action figures. And like it's it's funny, man. I got like the Bebop right here. Yeah,
2: there it is. (laughs) And like this is something
0: that I picked up two weekends ago at Snap Collectibles. Shout out Snap Collectibles. And the turtles were were it, man. That was is my game. And coming back into it again, this wasn't planned, but like bam, there's that neck of Ralph or Raphael. Come Ralph, Raphael. So this is what's like reignited that nostalgia for me, and and you know, going to this question about your, about the genesis of it all turtles was one. And then ghostbusters, you know, we've talked about it on the podcast, we're chasing those real ghostbusters action figures. Like I remember having those and remember being like a significant piece of my life is co- like, like collecting and playing like the imagination of all of it and bringing all this together is crazy. And I've always lived out in space when it comes to this, right? And then you you reel it into Jurassic Park was when I feel I went from playing to playing and collecting, and so Jurassic Park was the like that was like the film that directed my whole career, my whole life, everything, and like you know if you compound that, it leads me to my wife, my kids, everything, and but the toys themselves, like I remember getting the Command Compound, I remember getting like it's literally like right there like right there <laughs> like i remember getting that as a kid and i've got a shelf here <laughs> with all the dinosaurs. i played with these for years for years and that shaped like everything i am when it comes to this and then like later in life came star wars and marvel like marvel came way late in life and star wars kind of hit me in that 95 to 97 space and i've never looked back from there but it was those early franchises that kind of like shaped my fandom and shaped the eventual person that that uh that i became in this space and i think that uh my sister just popped back on here so what's up sis um and she experienced my whole like collecting life and action figures and all this i don't think she ever has ever understood it but it's always been there always been highly supported by by my dad in particular um ebay hunting all this stuff before it was even a thing sweet um with the vintage star wars stuff so yeah big shout out to dad too
1: That's cool. So let's rewind a bit. So when did Star Wars take center stage and kind of throw Ninja Turtles and Ghostbusters and everything else into the shadows?
0: Well, it's interesting because I got to blame my mom on this. Now my sister's back online here. She can support this. So when I was young, the Turtles and Ghostbusters went in a bin and went to my cousin. And I was, I was, I was, <laughs> I was yelling at my dad the other day and I was like, Hey, look, Chicago, I got, I got the like bebop and I'm collecting all this stuff. And he's like, I wish we never threw it all your or gave you other stuff to the cousins and all that. And so that went out the window pretty early. And I never really looked back on that until recently. And then Jurassic Park's always stuck with me. But it was in that, like, 95, 96, I think, maybe 97, actually. So that's it's the time between when the Power of the Force line came out and when they re-released the original trilogy remastered, THX remastered, whatever, in the theaters. Like, that pink, orange. Like, I've also got that over here somewhere, too. You can see it right there. That that box set, the special edition, and that box set. So that's when I saw Star Wars for the first time. And then... Yeah, my sister said she bought me lots of cool stuff. Yes, she did. Um, (laughs) So that's when Star Wars, like in that space, where it was like the (laughs) Obi-Wan action figure I talked about, the Power of the Force 2 was the first figure I got before I even saw the movies. And then it was a Hoth Luke. And then it was, I'm just looking at them right now, and then it was a uh, a Greedo and a a Tarkin that were like my first figures that I got in that Power of the Force 2. Big chest, you know, looking like Troy line, right? (laughs) (laughs) and. And so that's what really took over, but it was the collecting that, that really shifted my focus away, away from, you know, what was Jurassic Park and all that. And then as we get into 99, we pick up into the Phantom Menace and then, you know, those pegs are just filled with those red card backs, like unbelievable. I've still got all my originals here. And then like, I go to university, it dips down, but by third year, second, third year university, it's when the vintage stuff comes in. And then that's when my Phantom takes off. This was, you know, really spearheaded by my dad. And I've got like the vintage Vader case right here. I'm, it's hard on this camera. It's that way. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Over his year. Yeah, right Over there. That vintage right case. Yeah. And that was like amongst the first with, I got like a Detolf here full of action figures. And that's what it was. It was the collecting in that like not early, late 90s. And then into that 2005 Revenge of the Sith is when I got back into it big time. Nice. And then it lulled again for quite a while. And then it picked back up in, in 13, 14 with the Black Series and all that.
2: Was it the Clone but, Wars movie that kind of derailed it? I know it was for me.
0: The the <laughs> Attack of the Clones derailed it for me. But I was oh, in a okay. different space in university <laughs> right, right. Revenge of the Sith. And then it just kind of disappeared. I was never really into the Clone Wars and all that. Okay. And I did a lot of vintage collecting. Yeah. And then it really wasn't the Black Series and kind of the sale of, of Star Wars to Disney that picked it all back up and made Star Wars kind of what it is. Like, I would say I'm a later in life Star Wars, like, mega fan. Like, I've right. always loved it, and I've always collected the figures. But, like, the stuff behind me, a lot of this is is within the last 10 years. Right. Um, and so that's kind of where my life shifted away. It was later in life that Star Wars really eclipsed everything else and became kind of the prominent focus of everything for me.
1: That's very cool. That's a such a different journey than, like, kind of, guys, my mm-hmm. vintage or, like – Guys like Kyle and stuff can attest where it's like either you're introduced to it when you're a little kid and you know kind of when you're really young you see Return of the Jedi or those are the movies that get played on TV all the time or reshown in the theater because that was a thing back then before it was out of necessity yeah <laughs> it was like oh these movies are popular let's just show them again and stuff like that so yeah no that's really cool man like I uh, I love that story because I I grew up and like a lot of my collecting came about by just sitting side saddle with Buddies who were lifelong Star Wars fans and going on the hunt and stuff like that. So that's like I remember when I picked up those part of the Force figures for you from yeah the Red and White show. It was like deja vu because I was like I had done this when I was in junior high school, but I was riding the bus. So picking up Star Wars figures for my buddy, amazing. Yeah, so, yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. So you got tons of cool stuff in and around you and. You've dipped into a few dangerous liaisons with other franchises outside of uh, Star Wars. And then Marvel is the main two. But uh, tell, tell us about like that one special piece, that one um, collectible experience that transcends all the rest. The one acquisition or gift that just stands out. Head and shoulders above everything Well, you, else.
0: you guys know the story that I've been on the podcast before. And I had to say, this one was kind of a bit telegraphed. But we're talking gifts. There's, there's a difference between the hunt and a gift. So I'll kind of take both those questions. So the hunt, it's it's probably not my favorite collectible, but it's my favorite hunt story. And Troy alluded to this. <laughs> that first for, Force Friday, 2000, what was it? 15? 15? Yeah. yeah, 15. First Force Friday. This is when Troy and I, like kind of really figured out that we we're both who we were. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like dipping into that Toys R Us. us so waiting four hours in a line to get a Kylo Ren. Like this Kylo Ren, this is the, this is the figure right here. Oh yeah. This is the figure that I picked up with Troy um, <laughs> and a stormtrooper, I believe. But this is the one that kind of got me and Troy just like to a point where like, yep, this is, this is what we're doing. Yeah. And it was you know, we had dude behind us that was just so mad, so furious. The fact that we had both these figures it was like, dude, we waited in a line for four and a half hours yeah. and just like talk stars the whole time. Yeah. And that was like kind of the, the start of the hunt, I would yes, say. Definitely. For both of us where, yeah. you know, we say this all the time in the podcast, you know, on the hunt, you know, what did we do this week? We're out on the hunt, we're grinding, we're in the trenches. Yes. And that was born for at least me and him out of that experience. Yeah. But when then you you look at kind of like a gift, kind of the thing in the nerd room, you know, I'm surrounded by everything I love. And I got to give two shadows, one's to my sister and one is to my wife. Of course, they've been big proponents of of amassing some of this stuff here and buying me some things that I probably wouldn't have never bought myself. And one of them being this bad boy right here. This is a copy of Avengers number one from 1963. It's 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 a 4.5. It's it's a beautiful, beautiful comic. I like that it's a 4.5. It does not need to be pristine. I love that it's yellow. I love that it's worn. It means someone read it. It means someone enjoyed it. But this, I've told the story before, but this is what my wife gave to me on our wedding day. And like, it was, I remember getting it and being like, who am I marrying? Like, Like, what just <laughs> happened? Like, she just handed me, <laughs> an Avengers number one, like this is unbelievable, and this is something that you know if the house is burning down. If the kids are out and my wife is out, this is the thing I'm coming for. <laughs> like, give me one second. I gotta go back inside. Like, I'll probably come in here with a bin and try to swipe some of the Marvel <laughs> Legends and stuff. But this is the thing I'm coming back for. This is uh, prize possession for sure, and it's 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 something that, and this is an important piece about collecting. I think for all of us is you come in here. And I could probably tell you for the most part, about 90% of the stuff, I could tell you where it came from, who got it for me, where I was, you know, what we were doing. And it's things that come with stories that, that make the collectible itself even more valuable, right? This Avengers book has a huge history to it and it belongs, and that history belongs to me. And that's what I love about it. Right. It's even like those part of the force figures, man. Like I'm looking at like the Chewbacca and, and the Han and the, you know, the Carbonite Han that you gave me, like, those are important figures to me. Like, yeah, someone's say they're worth five bucks, but to me they're worth way more than that because you went to the effort and you did that. It's the same with this Kylo Ren figure, right? It's the same with these steel books, you know, that Sanjay is hooking us up with, right? It's like everything in here has a story and it's connected to something bigger. And so, you know, it's about the things that are important, like my favorite comic book or my favorite collectible. But everything in here is my favorite. You know, it's it's amazing.
1: <laughs> so we have a a viewer question, and it's uh, I I don't know who this uh, viewer is, but it's what is the purchase you've hidden from your wife? <laughs> what do you mean?
0: I don't do any of that. Wait, do, do you mean all those right there? <laughs> <laughs> those are recent acquisitions that the goddamn Batman brought into the
1: house. <laughs> it, it wasn't me. There's uh there's also
0: I, those those couple of figures that came in recently <laughs> that I, I may have not have mentioned.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing big though. Nothing big. Nothing big. I promise. <laughs> and yes, yeah. grabs.
0: We'll make sure that, that your wife we should get the wives connected here because it's uh it's a healthy for for them to understand that this is a lifestyle guys. Very much a lifestyle.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> DMs like
3: us. like you guys are we always doing just way chatting way worse on things. the DMs all the time.
1: <laughs> it's true. It's true.
0: <laughs> oh, bad. Yeah, that's a great question. I love that. I love talking about that Avengers comic book. <laughs>
1: Yeah, man. Well, it's an amazing story. It's such a such special piece, and just the thoughtfulness is incredible. It is incredible. So we did uh, year one, DC side of the house, the Tim origin story. But where does it go? Like, what's uh, what does the future the hold? Game. What's the future? What's what is Tim twenty ninety nine look like? <laughs> oh, man, you're coming hard with these.
0: Well, I can tell you what Tim mid to late 2020 looks like. <laughs> he's, he's definitely collecting Ninja Turtle figures. No, I think, you know, to be honest with you, it's, you know, the way I look at it when it comes to, to my collecting and all that and what it's going to evolve into. And this I'm going to blame on all three of you guys here is it's really broadening the scope. Um, it's about expanding. You know, I was hardcore stars Marvel. Like when I first met Carlos, that was it, that was all that was in this room. And that was what I read was Marvel or Marvel Star Wars. And so the future for me is is going almost looking back, you know, looking at the nostalgia, looking at the retro figures, the turtles, and revisiting those franchises that I spoke of in year one: the Ghostbusters, the Ninja Turtles, and these are the things that that you guys have influenced. Like last night, and this goes to one of Grabs' questions here. Last night, I read TMNT Number One Hundred and One. I reread Stranger Ventures Two. I read two Cap comic books, and I read Undiscovered Country Number Two, which I'm really loving. So those five comic books are m- are more diverse in one read in one night than I probably did in the previous eight years. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like the future for me in in fandom is broadening the scope, which, you know, my wife's going to hate because (laughs) that just means more stuff coming to the house. (laughs) But all in all, it's, it's about the retro collecting. It's about broadening the scope and it's about enjoying it. Like the thing that, that we always, always say on this podcast, if we're not enjoying the podcast and if we're not enjoying fandom, it's done. The nerd room closes up, locks the door, throws away the key. And as long as I'm enjoying this with you guys, with everyone else here in the chat, everyone on Twitter and all that, that's the important piece. That's what, you know, Tim 2099 looks like. It's a guy enjoying the stuff he loves with the people that have the same passion and love for these franchises, for the collecting, for the comics, for the movies. You know, it's 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 always it's always going to be evolving. And I think that's what makes, you know, my collecting and this podcast, you know, something that can always change is the fact that we want that change we want that evolution and we want to do something different and i think you know the individual influence is not only from the four of us but from everyone out there listening everyone out there commenting listening downloading doing whatever being a part of it with us as influenced influence each individual every way like i know grabs wasn't buying action figures in the way he does a year ago two years ago <laughs> neither are you goddamn batman
1: so I know. <laughs> I hadn't bought one for like a good 10 years, yeah. if not north of that. Like the, the Batman like cartoon series is the last figure oh, wow. I bought. Yeah. And so, yeah. And then uh, I meet Tim and all of a sudden there's Amazon packages showing up with action <laughs> figures and yeah. stuff. But uh, you're just lucky Uncle Todd made some Wonder Woman eighty four yeah. figures and that played, were incredible. played the cooler
0: for me. <laughs> no, so yeah, it's 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 about it's about staying consistent, staying positive, and and keeping within this space, but broadening it out a little bit, you know, refocusing on retro and uh and looking forward to what's next, you know, and not only fandom, but in the podcast.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, great answer. Great answer. How about you guys? Yeah, man. Troy. What does the future hold for you, man?
2: Um, I'm I'm boring, man. I'm still about that focus. Like I've like venturing out into um the the TMNT line, the Ghostbusters. But um, like for me, it's cool because I like that it's a line that I can get into and stop. So like the Black series is pretty hard to get off of the DC, the Marvel Legends, probably never going to happen. The Hot Toys probably won't happen. But it's cool to hop in with like the TMNT stuff. Get my mm-hmm. four. I'm good get the power rangers i'm good get the ghostbusters i'm good you know but i like going back and getting those things without having to complete like a whole massive line so uh for me yeah man it's, it's kind of keeping it simple like that and um keeping it clean i'm gonna try and you know uh just organize things probably put up some new racks um the pod man i just um i, I like this atmosphere i like that we're we're reaching out we're on a new um kind of platform right now we're testing this out and Seems like it's a blast. I mean, everybody out there is responding, and um, it's it's cool, man. It's a good look. So I just kind of like what we're doing right now, and uh, I hope we just continue going forward, man, and just having fun. It's always about having fun. Um, hopefully, we get back to normal so we can experience those those movie theater screenings yeah. again, and we can throw those bows at each other and um, just while out in the theater, man. Because that I'm telling you, like I wish we could bring the chat with us. Because man, it's like it's a party in there. It's a blast. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Well, this this might be the evolution yeah. of that, and so
1: yeah. In regards to that focus, Grabs wants Tim to get into the GI Joe six inch. Oh. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh. GI yeah, Joe
0: a little bit a little bit before me.
1: Yeah, you'd have a better chance convincing me to go uh, GI Joe, man. But uh, hey, Joe. Maybe maybe we'll play. Maybe we'll meet in Montana and we'll play GI Joe versus. Listen, versus- uh, Grabs had bring me bring your pimp. He, death he posted. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Oh, they will. It's, have you have you seen those new GI Joe waves? <laughs> showed movie. me a couple, and I'm even whoa. I'm even kind of thinking like, whoa, this is this is man, something it's, here. It's oh, next whoa. level. It's dangerous.
1: I was like a couple button clicks away from buying Snake yeah. Eyes, and yeah. and yeah, that that was just the beginning of slippery. What's well, cool, you- but there was like a
2: real threat of ass kicking if Snake <laughs> Eyes showed up at our house. So. Hey
0: man, that's not <laughs> on me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no i know grabs a safe though he's he's quite far away so good luck for him <laughs> <laughs> sunny man take
0: yeah. up uh, uh carlos's question there what's what's going on what's next for you yeah man
2: what's in the future Do you open up someone? another blockbuster or what there we go uh
3: yeah i gotta open up my own video rental store yeah <laughs> Uh, the future for me is honestly much of the same. Um, in terms of, like, focus and collecting, I said this, like, a couple of years ago, and then I ended up buying, like, a whole bunch of crap, but it's just to, like, refocus my collection and just pick up, like, films that are either hard to find or films that are, like, um, worth picking up, like you know, like, nice collectible sets kind of make it, like, a nice collection, no more, like, I'm at the dollar store i mean those are those are kind of fun too um but for me it's just like keep collecting movies and try to keep an open mind like i know i like focus a lot on horror and superhero um but you know sometimes you'll sometimes i'll throw in like a movie that i had no idea that i would enjoy and it would surprise me and i would really enjoy it um in terms of comic books and stuff collecting like that like just keep going with my um stuff that i am picking up now oh, yes you i should. know grabs has been you know yelling at me to pick up uh Killadelphia. looks um i definitely want to check that out yeah. so that's probably next for me and just you know just can't wait to get back on the hunt like back to normal malls and like looking at at uh, movies and just like looking up and down the aisles or like uh i they use like uh garage sales or like used movie stores um, just checking those out again. So, what's oh, what's oh, down like the that. path? NJ awesome Well,
1: you have a chance. Based on what so Amazon <laughs> Women on the Moon Blu ray coming out and Back to the Future oh, box set. Four K. Come on, four you're killing guys. Already own it like three times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Hey, so now like should I like? So I stopped buying DVDs. Um, so now it's like four K, but it's like should I buy the Blu-ray or should I like wait till the 4k comes out? And then it's like, which Blu-rays that I own deserve the 4k treatment and which ones need to be upgraded. So for me, like that's a big thing. It's like, okay, this film's coming out on 4k, but I have the Blu-ray. Maybe I can hold off on it. Or whereas like this film here, it's coming out on 4k. I already have the DVD. I have the VHS. I have the Blu-ray. You know, I'm going to get the 4k. So, (laughs) <laughs> For me, that's
0: like I my know. next four
1: days. then Darth Goody's making me jealous. He's got those 4K. white knight figures in hand. Mine don't ship till the Ooh. end of the month at the earliest. So,
0: yeah, man, I think he's got, I think he's got a, like a pipeline into Uncle Todd and Hasbro and that man. stuff shows up in his doorstep like months before we even get it up here. <laughs> he has that
2: hookup.
1: <laughs> I know. I think I've only beat, beaten him to the punch once.
0: Ah. <laughs> Man, you know what, Carlos, you got to you gotta cap this off this week, though. You got to tell us what's up with you, man. What's the future? What's Carlos 2099 look like? The
1: goddamn Batman. Carlos 2099 will probably be dead, <laughs> to be honest with you. And Troy will be coming to pick oh, up the bat suit. Oh, but, man. Uh, <laughs> and you're like 10 it. minutes older than us. <laughs> 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 uh you know well you guys got me into this fig life so still playing around with that a little bit and it and that's to be honest with you that's just fun more than anything else like it's cool to kind of be in that hunt life and um the timing there was some serendipity with uncle todd jumping in on the dc line because it was the first time that figures were coming out that i really really love to look at loved the articulation of them. Like I was never articulation guy. I used to like something that was just sculpted and posed in a particular way. Hence being a yeah. statue collector. But uh, yeah, Troy getting those wheels turning about articulation dovetailed into McFarland toys, making these magnificent figures and uh, yeah, I can't get enough of them. So that's cool. I think with moving my parents out and like um, going through my old collection again, I think I'm pretty close to having like what, for Carlos is a perfect vintage nice. collection like there's a few lines where it's like I don't need any more pieces of this kind of thing like Batman returns I've got Batman I got Bruce I got Penguin I got Catwoman I got Robin and then I got like the handful of variations that I love like I don't need the polar Batman but I do need the one in the blue and gray costume with that Michael Keaton there head on kind yeah. of thing right so just revisiting those a little bit and just tying off maybe one or two figures missing here or there that Um, I'd like to have in those vintage collections and then refocusing a bit on like the statue stuff again and like doing a couple more higher end figures. Like I think when the licenses opened up both DC and Marvel, like it used to be easy because there was only kind of one or two companies making stuff for either of them. So it was pretty manageable, but then like all of a sudden everybody makes product for everything under both those umbrellas. So uh, it got a bit overwhelming, but I I do miss it a bit, like that kind of saving up and paying for a piece piecemeal, and then having to make my wife work from home because UPS is delivering a box that may or may not fit through the front door. So, um, yeah, I I, I I need that again. <laughs> so <laughs> a couple of those those little things uh coming back and uh yeah just you know just soaking this up to be honest with you like this is awesome this is this is kind of what nights sitting around my parents basement around the old uh super nintendo with my two good collector buddies like it's uh it's the 2099 version of that maybe and uh yeah, so this is amazing. Let's keep this going like as long as you guys will have me, kind of. Oh, thing. you're locked so, in. Man. Oh man, you're yeah, you're locked in. in. I'll, I'll get
0: your name at the end of the the podcast eventually. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I know. I'm feeling like Anakin. I'm yeah, just but... like, how long am I in training <laughs> yeah. for?
2: I said, take <laughs> a <laughs> seat, Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, Ouch. you, you yeah. can come on the when podcast, but you will be not granted the
0: name of master <laughs> <laughs> or the title of master. It's <laughs> unfair. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, look. <laughs> As per the usual, the nerd room has gone about 45 minutes longer than planned. (laughs) Yeah, so this has been an absolute ride. I've had a blast with this. It sounds like everyone else says we've appreciated everyone that's jumped in and out. I know we're kind of crossing quite a few time zones here. And, you know, people with kids and all this type of stuff. So we really appreciate you guys coming out. We'd love your feedback on this type of forum, this interactive forum. We're going to be doing this for the next couple of weeks as well. You know, we've partnered up with here with Get Vocal for the next couple of weeks to trial this out to see how it goes. And we've had a blast here tonight. And I can see this becoming a regular thing for the Nerd Room. So let us know what you guys have thought about it either in the comments here or hit us up on Twitter. Or you can also find and give us feedback through the nerdroom.net. That's our website. You can find all of our handles um on the podcast or if you just head over to our podbean page they're all listed there and linked there as well so big shout outs to everyone that here that participated that sat that listened that uh that's been with us for years listening to podcasts every single thursday talking nerd stars marvel dc guys coming up this week we got our tmnt that won the poll so we're doing TMNT 1990. That's going to be the review for this week as we are kind of sitting patiently waiting for our new trailers, for our new content, for new stuff, for the news. But we are going to stick with the reviews end of things. So that's going to be a ton of fun. So make sure you watch that. It's on Netflix. Go check that out. Big shout out to the Stars Commonwealth. It's a network we're part of, the podcast network. So we're there with a bunch of great podcasts. You know, a couple of the guys dipped in here. Kyle's still kicking around from the Tumbling Saber. We had Mike Tarkin in here from the Sandcrawler. So there's all sorts of great Stars content there. Starscommonwealth.com and also Emotionally 14. They endorse these podcasts uh, every single week. As our man, Rob Wade, over at Talk Star Wars. So go check everything he's doing at Emotionally14.com. And guys, join us. You know, when we're doing this, we'll put out the notice. We're going to be back here next Friday doing the same thing. Uh, we're going to kind of rotate topics here, but we're going to try to keep them relatively interactive and relatively chill. So not going to be kind of the same structure as a podcast. The main podcast will continue to come out every single Thursday in the same formats. So this Friday thing is meant for a way just for us to interact, to have some fun, to talk nerd, to chat with you guys directly. And as we do this, if you guys want to jump into the chat here, one of us, or jump into the actual video chat, one of us can slide off for a few minutes. You can jump in and ask a question if that's something that you want to do, kind of interact with us directly. So guys, thank you very, very much for joining us here on Get Vocal for our first live stream. Like I said, we will be back next week. And like always, thank you very, very much for entering the Nerd Room. This has been a Nerd Room Podcast production. You can find our hosts, Tim, Troy, and Sanjay on Twitter at the TroyTheBoy87, and Sanjabi. For more content from The Nerd Room, check out the Nerdroom.net And don't forget to subscribe to The Nerd Room on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, or wherever you plug in. Be sure to head over to StarWarsComenwealth.com to find more podcasts from the Star Wars Podcast Network, including Talk Star Wars, Tumbling Saber, Generation X-Wing, Road Squadron Podcast, San Diego Saber's Radio Podcast, Retro Inc., and the Sandcrawler Podcast. Follow Star Wars Commonwealth on Twitter at SWCommonwealth and take your first steps into a larger world.